Morning, Gutho. Morning, everyone. How is everyone? Yeah, we're very good. Now, your Eels, 0-2, but you've lost by one point and four points. Uh, how do you assess, I guess, then, the first two games overall? Uh, probably frustrating uh, more than anything. It's, we've, we've been in the game all the way up to the 80th minute, and uh, both games, we especially against Melbourne, we, we had plenty of opportunities there to secure it, and we couldn't. And then again on the weekend... Uh, a few little things, um, even with 30 seconds left, we, we just got to catch pass and uh, Michael probably scores in the corner and uh, we give Mitchell a chance of kicking the goal to win it. But um, probably frustrating, but a lot of things that we can improve on and um, sort of make sure we can do to, to help win and uh, that's what we're going to do this week. But uh, a lot of good signs, but also a few things we need to work on. Mm. You, you mentioned you started well, which you did, Gutho, and then you obviously left the field. Um, were you frustrated about having to leave the field or do you think that was the right decision? Oh, it's frustrating, but um, th- that's the way they self-saw it and that's the way they called it. It's, um, you, you saw, it's frustrating when you, you know you, you didn't get knocked out and um, you, you're going to let the team down for the next 15, 20 minutes and uh, they went on to score a few tries and that and we had to have a bit of a reshuffle. So that's, that's probably the more frustrating. That, that's not why we lost, but... Um, that is a little bit frustrating. Gutho, how hard is it to ignore the talk around none from two? Again, I think the reality is, start of the season, you've only just lost the first two games, as you've said, but already, just in the world we live in, there's that that negative talk about para. (laughs) There there was this. There's there's negative talk before we kick off. um, We kick off the season, they're already talking about how bad we're playing, so... um, (laughs) We're pretty used to it now. They're, they're probably down watching us train and talking about how bad we're training too. So, um, look, we're, we're, we're used to it now. It's, um, it is frustrating. You obviously want to start the year off with a couple of wins. And um, we, we pro- it, it just like that, flip of a coin, we probably could be 2-0 and and, and everyone's sort of saying how good we're playing. So uh, we've just got to stay in, stay in what we're, we've practised all, all summer and um, where we want to go. And it's such a long season now. And you just got to... Once you win one, they're all going to get off your back. So that's all we're focused on now. And um, we, we just got to stick solid with what we're, as I said, what we've done all summer and what we've built over the last four or five years and um, know the team we are. And, that, and that's what we're doing. We, we've got a tough start to the year. We're, we're not going to shy away from that. But um, that's the way you want it. You want to be able to come out and play the foot you want to play. And um, that's what we're trying to do. Did the coaches give the instruction to Dylan Brown to run the ball a lot more last week? Because that's what he seemed to do. Uh, I think when Dill's running, he's he's involved in the game and his passing game opens up. He threw a couple of great passes uh, to Michael on the weekend. And um, again, when he's running, the defence is questioning what they're going to do. And I think last year he, he ran, he was having 14, 15, 16 carries a game. And I think he had that again on the weekend. And uh, when he runs, it's something good happens off the back of it, same as Mitchell. And um, they get a quick play of the ball and, and then our, our players can play off the back of them. So... Uh, we need Dylan to be doing more of that. And, um, again, we were just unlucky not to ice it at the end of the game. And that's the way footy goes. And that's why we love to hate it. Gatho, just the, the game as a whole, I guess, on the weekend, there was that story that, you know, the NRL would like to expand to even up to 20 teams within around a decade. What are your thoughts on that, just around the game and seeing, you know, the competition in Australian sport for, for bodies and, uh, you know, the junior development around the country, particularly... Uh, in New South Wales and Queensland, is it sustainable to eventually end up with 20 NRL teams, in your opinion? 
Um, look, it, uh, we can see what the Dolphins are doing at the moment. Started really well and it's great for the game, but um, I, I don't know. It's tough. It's always going to be tough. You, you sort of you want to be playing, and obviously all the young kids that are sort of coming through want to be pushing for more teams because there's more opportunities to be playing first grade. But um, I don't think we can push it too quickly. It's we've seen um, in other sports when you push teams and uh, push more more players in, there's just not that, that talent and uh, we're trying to push it too quickly and, and you might lose a lot of players and uh, lose the quality of why we love rugby league and those those tough close encounters which, which the fans and um, us as players love. You, you're going to lose that if you try and push it too quickly. Obviously, you'd love to love to have it eventually, but I think in my opinion, you've got you to wait for the right time like we have with the Dolphins and um, to, to be able to build a squad that they're they're competitive every single week and um, for the next 15, 20, 30 years. What about Thursday night against Manly? Um, they were very impressive in round one against the Bulldogs and then had the bye last weekend. Um, Tom made a significant return and got through that game okay. Cherry Evans was fantastic. Where are their threats and, and who are you looking to sort of limit their impact on the, on the contest? I think you just nailed them both there. Um, Chaz and, and Turbo, they're, they're outstanding, but I think they're packed uh, in round one against um, a big big team like the Bulldogs. I thought they were outstanding too. They really set a platform. And uh, At home at Brookie, the, the crowd was sold out the other day, and I'm sure they're going to be sold out again on Thursday. But um, again, we just need to focus on what we need to do, what we've built on, and um, all those little things, all the little fine-tuning that, that you need to do to find a win is, is what we need to improve on, and um, look, we're, we're excited. It's a home game for me down at Brookie. And, um, I've already had a lot of texts to get tickets um, for the boys to get on the hill in their para jerseys. So, uh, look, we're just looking forward to a big encounter. And um, coming off the bye, they're, they're going to be fresh and ready to go again. So um, we just have to turn up, play the game we want to do. And, and in the 80th minute, hopefully we can be a chance to win it. Do you get sledged by the local barista and, uh, you know, shop assistants, <laughs> etc.? Um, not, not while he's walking around with his manly jersey on his own. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my under-16 yeah. talent match jersey on walking around, just making sure. Uh, but no, they're pretty good around here. My, my local cafe, um, there's actually a lot of para fans getting around. So I, I remember last year in the grand final, there's, there's a lot of jerseys that they put up a para jersey for me. And uh, look, it's, it's, it's all in good. All my mates still support uh, mainly and, and just sort of come along with the ride as well. Well, mate, appreciate your time as always. Go well against the Eagles Thursday night. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Clint Gutherson there. Get the game you want when you want this NRL season on KO. 12 Eels games exclusive to Fox League, available on KO. New to KO, start your free trial. The market with Tab uh, for this game, Manly $1.65, Parramatta $2.25, Brookie on Thursday, plus three and a half the Eels at the line. Staring at Tough O and three. You like them? Lost. Oh, they're going to be desperate. Yeah. Um, but Manly were very impressive against the Bulldogs, but the Bulldogs weren't great. Week off help Manly or don't help Manly? Uh, well, so I think it helps. Start of the season. Well, I think it helps Tom. Hmm. <laughs> Which means it helps Manly. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I think with Tommy, you know, getting through that first game. Yeah. Mentally as mentally, well. Mentally, yeah, confidence. just, yeah, you know, come back. Rest, recover, look after your legs, Start get some more Ks into it again um, without rushing to get right for the following week. So I think it will help him. Um, I don't know. Manly are a really good side at home, and I think that they'll play finals footy this year, but the Eels are 
desperate. Um, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know which way I'm going to go on this one yet. Daily like Cherry Evans teams said something uh, yesterday about, he was talking about Tommy T saying uh, a big part of his situation is the expectation that everyone else has on him mm. because he had that unbelievable season a couple of years ago yeah. that we, we expect him to play like that all the time. Mm. Do you reckon that plays a part in his mind or do you think that's just outside expectation? I think they're trying to tamper it a little bit, you know, make sure that people's expectations comes down a, little comes bit. Down a bit yeah. in case he doesn't reach that level. But when you've played at that level, you know as a player, yeah. it's like as a batsman. Yeah, when you've played, to, that's, mate, your, that's, that's your where own I'm expectation. Going. That's where I'm going. But that's where I want to be. In your sport, in rugby league, if to play like that, I would imagine physically you have to be, you're on that cusp of... Could have your body right. Exactly right. So... How does he get the balance between, okay, I know I can be at that level and that's yeah. where I do expect, but for the first half of the season, I might have to, if yeah. I just, if I play it 90%, that's, I don't have to play it 100% every single game. Yeah. Do you think he is working that out Well, he's now? got to build his way into the season, mm. I, I, I think. And as much as you say, no, I'm ready to go, I'm 100% right and I don't think about it mentally, I guarantee you, you do. Yeah. Well, you done a hand. Yeah, no, no, you you, it's well, the, I went a year without there, doing a hamstring, but in the, it's always in the back of your yeah. mind. And you, I didn't have to run it. I could, I could, on, I could hide a bit. Like I don't yeah. even running between the wickets. Really, your most dangerous time is either taking off, yep. or when your full extension sliding your bat. So as long as I was yeah. gentle on those two areas, the rest you get away with. Because you can feel good as gold, and then your hemi goes. Yeah, and you go, wow, how, how, did, how did that happen? I didn't feel. Any onset of it coming? Mm, it no it just, just, no, yeah, it just happened. So, in the back of Tom's mind, because he's done it so many times, it'll always be there, mm. always be there. And when he gets into the clear, and I, I think he did it in round one, and he said, "Oh, he knew that the fox was going to, to run him down." But I still think in the back of his mind, even if it wasn't the fox, I think he wouldn't have. Overstretched, yeah. just even going hard. I think he just would have, yeah, yeah, stayed smart. within his zone. Oh, 100 percent smart. Until you get that confidence back. And thank you for pointing out on the text line the Eels have lost by four and four, not one and four, as I said. Oh, how dare you? Well, I get ten in the bin, so it's you two for the next few minutes. How dare you get it wrong?